Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello and welcome to Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. A wonderful interview on today. You don't want to miss this one, okay? Sit back, relax, enjoy my special guest, Willie and Anne Maria Benton. Hey, y'all. Hey. How you doing? Fantastic. I'm doing awesome. It's a you good guys, you know, y'all my favorite couple. I love y'all. Um, uh, we are going to talk about this book right here, Foolish mm-hmm. Faith. Yes. Willie and Maria Benton. And I have to tell you that this couple has written several other books, but this is their first book together, right? right. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I liken it to uh, he said, she said, because you did your perspective and his perspective. And I love the transparency that you guys are willing to share uh, your hearts because you really, really did. It was amazing. Um, you are co-founders of Freedom Focus Ministries and co-owners of Simply Ideal Solutions LLC. And um, as I said, one of my favorite couples. So let's dig in. Foolish yes. Faith is about your journey together and apart. So let's start with Anne Maria. And where were you before you met Willie? So before I met Willie, because now um, we reside reside in Georgia. But before I met Willie, um, I was living in Florida. I lived there for 32 years, um, had been ministering, speaking. Um, I'm, I'm known as the truth teacher. So I, <laughs> I traveled a lot uh, preaching and teaching at different conferences. But one of the most, um, I guess, endearing and fulfilling part of the ministry God gave me was prison ministry. Um, prior to meeting Willie, I had been ministering in the uh, men and women prisons for probably, at that point, maybe about seven years. Wow. Wow. Um, that's amazing. So, Willie, where were you before you met Anne? When I met Anne, I was actually um, in a Georgia prison in, in Forsyth um, First Direction Training Center, serving two consecutive life sentences. And one of the things that was so amazing about when we met and connected was that we realized while I was physically incarcerated, I was mentally and spiritually free. And she was the opposite. She was, but she had a lot of uh, mental and spiritual um, confinement issues, so to speak. So mm. that's, that's where we were mentally and physically and spiritually when we first met. <laughs> Two life sentences. I can't imagine what frame of mind were you in serving when they said two life sentences to you? And you were how old? 17, 19? I was 17. Yeah. Very young when I um, committed my crimes. But the, the main thing about it was that I accept responsibility for what I did. You know, I committed a horrible crime. Um, nothing excuses just by what I did. And accepting responsibility helped me to really just man up and say, listen, this is what the situation is. I'm going to go into it and make the best of it, you know, and do everything I can to leave this place a better person. Because I really, even though I was serving two consecutive life sentences, I always believed that I would be released one day. And I wanted to be prepared for that. 
Amen. Amen. And um, talk about how you guys met and, and we'll hear your perspective and his perspective because that's how you did in the book, which is wonderful. Yeah, so it was interesting um, that prior to meeting Willie, um, uh, my youngest son was actually uh, completing the last two years of high school here in Atlanta. So I began two years prior to meeting Willie going traveling back and forth for his games. He was um, in football and, and he ran track and basketball. So I was coming back and forth and I was actually kind of liking the place, but I really <laughs> didn't have a reason to just pick up and move here. Plus he told me, he said, mom, you know, don't move here for me because once I graduate, I'm out of here. So I was traveling back and forth and um, in January of that year, the Lord just laid it on my heart to leave a um, career of 18 years. Wow. And that's a whole story in itself, but I did. And obviously that was preparation because little did I realize by November of that year, the same year, I would relocate to Georgia. So I started my own business and that business was to help self-published authors get their book out there. And at that time, uh, this in May, I was here for my son's graduation and I thought I wasn't gonna come back here anymore, but my heart was kind of still here. I think I turned into a peach by that time. <laughs> <laughs> and so here I am with my business and Willie's mom, she is an intricate part of his story and she helped him to publish six books while he was in prison. So by the time we met, he had already published books. He was looking to publish another book and wanted some help with some editing of his book covers and those things. And so we got connected and we started talking books. Wow. And as we were talking books, it was like, uh, wait a minute, I think God is doing something different here other than just books. Willie, tell your part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I like to say I, I was a happy bachelor. I was <laughs> looking forward to being released. I have one son; he was grown, so I was looking to you know, you know, be released and, and live in the Atlanta area, just doing doing my my best me. Um, but prior to that, I was definitely committed to using my gifts and talents to be a blessing to others, even while in prison, mm -hmm. which is how I started definitely writing books and, and, and you know, and speaking and, and serving in all capacities inside the system. Um, so I was in the midst of doing that, God really blessed me with my, my helpmate, my soulmate, um, to, to help me, you know, facilitate the things that we were doing. And so it was, it was, it was unexpected, but it was, it was a very pleasant, pleasant blessing. Praise God. <laughs> and, um, how, how did you reconcile? Because I know you have to reconcile in your mind, this man is in prison and I'm falling in love with him. How, how do you reconcile that? And then how did you tell your family? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting. The first part, the reconciliation part, wasn't difficult because I believe because I was doing prison ministry and had already uh, met so, so many amazing men and women, powerful, you know, gifted, that part didn't really you know, when I realized where he was, I was like, okay, God, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, because I don't know if I put this in the book, but it was years, just real quick, a few years prior to meeting him, I was serving at a men's prison and all the men were 
laying on their faces, just worshiping. And for a split second, I asked the Lord, I said, is my husband in here? The, the weird, quick, and, and that went away. But when Willie and I communicated, and as we were talking, that memory came back to me. So when he said where he was, it, I didn't flinch. Mm. That wasn't the flinching moment. The flinching moment was now about two weeks after meeting him. I'm going, okay, I'm positive. This is the man I've been praying for. I need to tell my family. So I gathered my family together and I told them and some took it well and some didn't take it well. <laughs> you tell that story in the book and I'm just going, oh my goodness. I can only imagine that whole scene, you know? Mm -hmm. Wow, wow. So, so Willie, same for you. As you were saying, you were a happy bachelor. However, you're falling in love with this wonderful woman. How do you reconcile in your mind where you are and falling in love with her and, and what's gonna happen next? And how did you tell your family? Well, it was, it was definitely a lot easier for me. Um, I'm, I'm more of, of, of the visionary, so I could definitely see and I can imagine what God was doing at that point in time. And I can see how it all was lined up according to his plan. Um, and actually, um, Anne, she met my, my mother before, 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 she, right. before she met me. And that was confirmation for me because one of the highest compliments I gave her that she reminds me of my, my dear sweet mother, my strong praying mother. So it, it was, they, they took to, to liking one another and, and, and the connection was made and it was easy. And the first thing my mom said, even before I could say was, you know, thank God for Amy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she, you know, she really, you know, uh, you know, took to love Anne more uh, before I did. So that was an amazing confirmation. And all my family has been the same. Like they always been very supportive and trusting me. That's one of the things that I encouraged her. I said, listen, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to trust me, but trust God. Trust yeah. me. Doing. And that's what people were, uh, were able to see, especially now. You can see that God has really done amazing work in this. Uh, one of my favorite chapters is the chapter on forgiveness. And um, my God, there was so much on both sides of when you talk about forgiveness. So, and talk about how you had to forgive, who you had to forgive, and was that difficult for you? Yeah, wow. So I thank God that I'm on this side sharing mm -hmm. that, right? Because if yeah. you that question, you know, six years ago, I definitely struggled. I think my biggest struggle was with those who were close closest to me, because that's usually we don't care about those who aren't, right? Right. Those who were closest to me, because for me, I really wanted them to trust me. I really wanted them to trust and believe in the Jesus in me, the same mm. that they asked to pray and lead and speak and those kind of things. I'm like, wow, this is me, the same me. Right, and, right. Um, it really hurt that I wanted people to be on the journey with me. Mm -hmm. And those who were not able to at the time, it was hurtful for me because even though I came here I still felt very much alone because I would see Willie on Saturdays and Sundays, but Monday through Friday, yeah. I, I felt a lot alone. And so I had to, I did release and forgive them, um, but God showed me, and this is where I am today, and I praise God for that, 
God really showed me that he had to allow that to happen because I was too into and needed people's approval. Yes. Mation, and I wanted them to give the head nod to say, okay, this is what God is doing. Mm -hmm. But I, God set it up as such that I had to move forward, just me and him, and know that I know that I know, even when he got set off, know that I know that I know that this is what God was doing. So that's how I was able to release and forgive them. Kind of like with Joseph, where, you know, it's like, he realized that even though the brothers did whatever, it was God who set the whole thing. Right, 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 right. I think um, that that's an amazing piece of the book. Um, Willie, I know that your forgiveness probably started a long time ago, but talk about your part. What were you talking about, about forgiveness in the book? Well, here's the interesting thing. I thought my forgiveness started a long time ago, um, but I was still holding an offense. And I didn't realize until recently, uh, right before I was released, is that, you know, un unforgiveness can even motivate you to do good things. You know, if, you, if you're not here, don't understand what you're doing. Um, so I did have to go back and really repent and forgive um, all those who committed offenses, you know, that, that led up to me committing the crime. And I didn't realize I was holding that. Yeah. Um, so so that, that was very huge. It is interesting because I mean, a good example is if um, if a child grows up in an abusive home, they can hold that offense. But at the same time, the child said, listen, I don't want to be like my father. I don't want to be like my mother. Yeah. And that can motivate them you know, go to college and do certain things, but they don't realize that they're holding an offense against that parent or against that. You know? So it's that, it's that type of thing that really God showed me and, and helped me to release and even um, unblock and open doors that, that, mm -hmm. that I I'll block my own blessing by walking and living unforgiveness. So it's very. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's such a good part. And and the the chapters came up. We're going to talk about favor in a minute. Um. So you were all hyped up, ready for Willie to be released, and it didn't happen. Tell me how you handled that. Heart, your heart. It. It. it I know. <laughs> And all of a sudden, I felt chills and, and my uh, watered up because when um, when I moved here, um, it was it was an easy move because we just believed. You know, when you see God bring things together, you you think it's going to be the whole cake and ice cream. And right. I, so I we just believed, even though Willie had been denied four times prior. Right. To, mm -hmm. Like, okay, God, surely you're not going to have me bring me here, have all this great stuff happening, and he doesn't get, you know, parole this time. Um, when he was denied, I was actually in Florida getting ready to minister at a huge women's event, and I found out right before ministering. And first of all, I said, okay, God, you're good, because I would prefer to ball up in a corner somewhere than... Yeah and minister so i said i thank god you knew where i was going to be where i would have to step out on faith but that had i had it was a reckoning for me because because i thought he was getting out it was easier for me to do everything that i did move and i figured by that time forget all the people he'll be home and then we could talk about when he was mm -hmm. but when he didn't get out now i'm going okay god what are we what are you doing 
and God showed me that this was our ministry, that our ministry had already begun. I thought that when he came out, our ministry was stopped. But that set off was to show that our ministry was right where it was and I had to get with the program. I was in a sense kind of in denial and kind of not really wanting people to know where he was. Mm-hmm. And he said, I was blocking our ministry from going forth doing that. Wow. Willie, what went through your mind? And and we'll, don't tell all of it because it's, it's the next question and it's so good. Um, but, but what happened when you were denied for another two years? And yeah, and you said it another two years. Um, it really, it really caused me to be introspective because one of the things that, that was always fascinating to me when I first started studying the Bible was the children of Israel. Um, you know, a trip that says supposed to take two weeks, but it ended up taking forty years. Well, I kind of felt like I was in that position. Mm-hmm. Now, several times, even though I had done everything above and beyond what was required of me and expected, you know, of the law. So I had to I had to look at it from from more of that perspective and try to understand what what God was doing, but still just trust God and know that you know He He wouldn't come through. He didn't bring us that far to just leave us. Mm-hmm. So it was more of that process. So another two years, and Willie, you went to work even more so than what you were already doing. Talk about that for a moment. Yeah, it was, it's something that God showed us um, and, and having friends and, and, and prophecies and, and things being pronounced, it, it just told us to take our eyes off the clock. Yeah. Um, and and, and I, in, that, in that instant, definitely when I was set off that time, I was at a point I realized I had done everything I could possibly do. Yeah. And I got to the lowest point where I, I, the only thing I could do was let truly, truly let go and let God. You know, we can say that, but we still try to do things our own power. Oh, yeah. But I had to truly let go and let God. In doing so, I, I met some people um, who was really just serving. I loved their hearts, and, and and I was encouraged to really just serve. And when, and when I did that, when I focused more on pleasing God and being about His business, the time went by, doors opened, and, and, and before you know it, I, I felt like I was just kicked out of prison. That's amazing. Amazing. And what do you want to say about that? Well, it's interesting because he re- he released a book during those two years, um, Men of Hope. Men of Hope. Yeah. Where in that book, there are like five or six uh, inmates who were able to tell their story and even have some amazing artwork and from one of the inmates. So when we look back at that, that book would not have come to fruition had he had gotten out because you know he got out we would have been partying we would not have looked back so so god really just during those two years and it was interesting because for i realized what that two years was for me I was like, okay, girl, that's for you to get your act together, realize where your man is. And in that time, we actually got married when I realized I wasn't going to have the perfect wedding. Right. And so we got married and it was the perfect wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, But all of that transpired. And for him, I really just saw him serve more. And, And here's one key thing, too. He actually, you know, when people asked him about who he was and what was, he stopped talking about what he did. Right. 
because that was a, something he had to get to as well and just started talking about everything that God was doing. That leads me into this chapter about favor and protection. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Just when I read it, I was like, oh my God, God, you are so good. So talk about the favor and the protection that, that was going on at that time. Yeah, I'll let you lead that off because yeah. that's his thing. When I know, I, it's his story. When I first met him, just to say, he he told me, and he is, it's like clockwork, God's favor and protection is real. Yeah. He's yeah. me from the day I met him, and he still says it to this day. Yeah, the wonderful thing about that is definitely hindsight is 2020. When I look back, um, I just really, I just see God's hand that was all upon my life, even inside prison, um, especially inside prison. I even look at, you know, when when I was 17 and I was arrested and charged with two counts of murder in DeKalb County and actually sought the death penalty. So when I received two consecutive life sentences, to me, that was a new beginning. I received life instead of death. And right. so when I look back at all those things, even being shot, so I see how God really kept me. Um, so in prison, it's funny when people ask me, I served almost 31 years, but I'm the one to tell you that it was really a blessing because, you know, going in at 17, I had my GED. Um, one of the worst prisons at the time was Alto for all the young guys, but I went in with a GED going to trade school in the daytime and in college at night. I was really taking advantage of a lot of things. And, and because I was doing positive things, I did not get caught up in the negative, all the overwhelming negative things that was going on. So, and that, and that happened in my first few years was spent in some of Georgia's worst prisons, but I was never affected. I don't have those crazy, um, you know, stories that a lot of people do have. I really was blessed. Even today, when we're doing our custom furniture making and electrical wire and putting in ceiling fans, you know, you can see the things that I learned while mm. in prison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This that chapter just blew me away. Um, and, and again, you know, you see it and for you to believe it, were you a believer when you began to believe it, that his favor and protection was on you? I was not. And that's why I was saying hindsight is twenty twenty. I did not know. I just thought I was, you know, positioning myself to take advantage of everything that was before me. I didn't realize that God was really had taken me by the hand because of a praying mother yes. and others who was praying for me. He took me by the hand and was leading and guiding me and, and, and covering me even when I did not know him like that. That's right. But to look back and realize that. Amazing. Just amazing. I, this is the last question. Well, not exactly the last one, but <laughs> tell me when you begin to think that this relationship, this union was bigger than you two. You want to start? Yeah, it is. Like I say, being a visionary, um, I was already doing some things and I realized in doing that, God, I needed some help. My, my mom, bless her heart, she did everything she could to help me, even though that was not her calling, her gift. Right, she doesn't right. like to write. She doesn't like anything about business, but because she was very supportive, she helped me. But there came a time after she retired and stuff that she was just, she was just tired. And it was at that point, I was still trying to do some things and doors opened up. And that's when God gave me a, 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 you know, a wonderful soulmate, a wonderful partner, you know, for, for the life that I was living and he was setting me up for. So in that, 
I realized that, you know, our romantic, you know, all those things, our relationship, it was great, mm -hmm. but it was together. We can do so much bigger. It's so much better because she, she it's not like when we connected, she was just helping me. Right. But even from where I was with my experience, it was it was obvious that I could help her. Yes. When I first met her, she had only had one book. Before I left, she had also given birth to several books. So we came together as a great team. Mm -hmm. Hashtag Team Benson. We was doing <laughs> some, some amazing things even before, <laughs> before I got out. You know, so yeah. that's one of the things that help us realize, yeah, this is definitely, definitely big, big us. God has given us a ministry, not just her ministry, but right. us a ministry. And? Yeah. Um, I knew it was bigger before I met Willie because of what God had already begun stirring in my heart. And so what's crazy is there were people that thought that I came here for Willie, mm -hmm. but they didn't understand that God had already showed me. Mm. He, he was already disconnecting me. My lease was coming due. And I had outgrown. I just didn't know exactly. And when I met Willie, it's like all the pieces, you know, that aha moment. Yes. It's, okay, God, this is why. And I'm going to even say this piece because I love to say this piece, particularly for single people who are believing and hoping and praying and trusting God for your soulmate, the one who is God ordained and, and fashioned for you. You know, I was ministering and yes, I was fulfilled in doing that, but there was still something missing. And I prayed and I got to the point that I vowed celibacy. And when I vowed celibacy, I said the crazy prayer. I said, God, I would love it if my husband could be celibate wherever he is. Wow. And I do not, you know, for God to bring him into my life. I had done three years of celibacy. This man had done 30 years, you know, seriously. Exactly. But with that, it shows how serious God is about the covenants that we make with him, that God would bless me with a man who could cover me, who could pray for me, who could encourage me, but not cause me to break covenant with God. That was how, that's when I knew and I recognized yeah. this was so much bigger than just Willie and I. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, just a phenomenal book, you guys, above and beyond um, to help other people, not only, you know, just talking about learning how to wait, but learning how to trust God, just, just trusting and believing. Cause this is a whole book about, and it, it says foolish faith. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell everybody where they can find this book, foolish faith. Um, but also Willie's books and your book because your book on metamorphosis. That book was remember, Yes. Oh my God, that book was the bomb. I love that book. Cocoon, yes, yes, yes. So you can definitely find us at freedomfocusedministries.com and we're also on Facebook. We're also on um, Instagram. And there's also my website, annemariabenton.com. Um, all of our books are there as well and on Amazon. All of our books are also on Amazon as well. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal story, testimony, journey, 
Uh, I loved going on the journey. I knew quite a bit about it, but I, I loved going on the journey with you guys. And that's what this book does. Uh, right. Foolish Faith is the name of the book, Willie and Anne Maria Benton, along with their other books and ministry. Um, y'all go, do you guys uh, go out and speak together now? Absolutely. That's yeah. our, our prayer. And not only to speak, uh, um, we, we would also very much like to be granted opportunities to speak to uh, to, to youth, you know, to young young men, young women who are at risk, uh, you know, talking 17 years old, about to make uh, just a life altering decision, yeah. um, you know, possibly in the schools or what have you. But yes, we speak together because I will say to you, one of the overarching, I think, messages that we have, particularly through Willie, is we know a lot of people who are loved ones are facing mm -hmm. dire sentences. And we see a lot of what prison looks like on TV and a lot mm -hmm. of, are, but they need to know mm -hmm. that when God, you know, has a purpose for you, mm -hmm. that you can actually still in prison while serving whatever that time is, you can still walk in your purpose Absolutely. and there's still God's favor and protection. And we want that message to get out there as well, to give hope for not only inmates, but their families as well too. All right, so you see it on the screen, Freedom Focused Ministries on Facebook and Instagram at Freedom Focused Ministries, Twitter at Freedom underscore Focused. Mm -hmm. And uh, the website is freedomfocusedministries.com. Um, make sure that you call this awesome couple, get the books, they are phenomenal. Thank you guys so much for taking out this time to talk with me. We Thank love you. you. We love you too. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me today on Good News with Twan Black. If you'd like to be a guest or you know someone who's going to be an interesting guest, please reach out to me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org. That's twandablack at thepgnetwork.org. I'll see you next time. God bless you.